everybody. This is Dr. Todd Roach, and uh, this is my uh, this is my origin story. This is the backstory onto how everything has kind of uh, come to be. So, I just want to take a little bit of time and kind of explain how all of this got started. So, so a few years ago, I was uh, I was an associate chiropractor. I was working at a pretty large office. We pretty much did everything with musculoskeletal, kind of the typical chiropractic stuff. We had uh, physical therapists and all those things. And, um, and at the time, I'm working there and, you know, really continuing to follow my dream, what put me through school and, and all the headache, everything was really wanting to help people. And so that's what I was doing. And I was doing it really, really well. We had uh, a lot of people were coming to see me. I was seeing well over half of the practice. We had multiple doctors in there. And, you know, the goal was certainly just to continue helping people as much as I possibly could. But what I found myself is that, you know, yeah, I'm making a lot of money and I'm seeing a lot of people and I'm, I'm gone 60 to 70 hours every week. And that leads to zero family time. Uh, zero family time. I have two kids, and, and at the time, and, and my wife was working full time, and then she was coming home and you know doing a lot of the things. And then, you know, really, I never really got the home time, maybe a little bit of an evening, but not a lot because the kids go to bed early. I come home late, and then really uh, working Saturday morning. So, really, my, my weekend started Saturday afternoon and you know, till Sunday, and then it all started back again. So, there was a lot of problems with that. Also, on the other side of it, what was one of the most nagging things was that I had these people, I was seeing a lot of people, and I became really good at getting people to continue care, to return for care, to continue to come in for care. And, um, you know, whether they needed it or not, you know, that was the big question. But I, I worked really hard at getting them to meet my numbers, to meet the requirements of, you know, of my employment, of what my what my employer wanted. And uh, that was really hard because what I was realizing was that I would continue to say things and continue to make lifestyle you know, recommendations because the people were still coming in with all these aches and pains, never really doing what I was asking them to do. And very quickly, after a few years of this, very quickly, I, I realized I was truly just kind of chasing my tail with continuing to make these kind of lifestyle recommendations, but, but nothing was getting done. And uh, that was very frustrating. Not only you know, was I frustrated with the, the lack of home life and, and my kids and the stress that it was putting on my family, but then I also had this stress of, you know, yeah, I'm making money, but you know, they were just continuing to see people. I'm continuing to do the same things over and over and over again. And they're getting some relief, but we're not fixing the problems. We're just kind of managing these symptoms, which was just a mess. And so... At the time, I was also learning a little bit more about uh, what was called neurofeedback uh, and neurofeedback and, and you know changing brain waves and uh, and kind of using that. And uh, I was learning a little bit more about that. Um, you know, my wife was involved a little bit in that, and so I started working part time, so even more <laughs> part time at a, an office where I was just working a couple hours a week, but I was doing neurofeedback and truly, really enjoyed that. And so I'm working, you know, full-time as this associate doctor, seeing all these people, 
And then, you know, four or five hours a week, I'm doing neurofeedback where I'm working with kids that have been diagnosed with autism, with ADHD, with anxiety, with depression. I was working with a lot of those kids and which was awesome. I, I really, I was totally involved with it and very interested in it. And I started studying a little bit more about it and the effects of the brain and all of these things. And, um, you know, so I actually decided, my wife and I decided that, hey, I am going to do this full time. And so I left the busy practice and started my own office and, um, totally focused on neurofeedback. And, and there, there's machines and we're doing EEG and I'd gone through all this training on the side for you know, the way to do neurofeedback and learning EEG and all of these things. And we opened up a practice where we were doing neurofeedback and we had multiple offices with that. And we were seeing a lot of ADHD, anxiety, um, kids with autism. We were working on the brain waves and making all of these changes. And, um, but again, it, we were playing this game with insurance. And so, you know, insurance still symptoms approach, um, you know, still only so many visits and, and, um, a lot of weird things going on with that basically being that, Hey, yeah, you know, you can continue to do neurofeedback and there was never really this kind of end game and it was only kind of dictated by what the insurance is going to pay for and, it was really a, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of therapies that were like it, where it's just a lot of like making these goals that are never really going to be met just to kind of withstand the insurance, just to play the insurance game. But at the end of the day, you know, here I am with my deep desire to help these kids feel better and to help their families kind of come back together. And um, we have insurance is kind of saying, no, you can't see them. Yes, you can see them uh, at the end of the day. And so that was incredibly frustrating. And um, but I remember one day and, and this was this was pretty much the it for, it for me. A kid came in and uh, we had been working with him for a while. He had a lot going on. He had been diagnosed with ADHD, but there was a ton of things. The family was kind of a disaster and this kid was kind of a disaster at school and he wasn't getting along well with his brothers and all this kind of stuff. And it was a Saturday morning and I was seeing the kid. He was coming in and his mom tells me like, he is a mess. I don't think this is working. He's a disaster. And just screaming at me about the kid who's standing right next to her. And, you know, the kid's just like looking down totally beside himself. And, um, you know, I'm talking to him and she leaves. And so I'm talking to him. And I'm looking at his brainwaves. And his brainwaves are crazy, just absolutely crazy. And, and I really wanted them to become like that was the goal. And so I'm talking to him and we're talking about it. And he tells me that on his way into the office, because their appointment was like nine o'clock, on the way to the office, his mom stopped at McDonald's and got him breakfast and got him this, you know, large orange drink, which I, I think is like a Kool-Aid type of thing. It was an orange juice. It was the orange drink. And I just kind of sat there because I thought, man, that's a lot of sugar. That's a lot of everything. And I had talked to her about some of these lifestyle choices for this kid. And she wasn't following them. And then, you know, she comes in there and, and screams at me because this kid's, you know, behaviors are not correct. And I'm looking at his brainwaves and they're off the charts. And I'm thinking about how much sugar this kid had just on the way in, let alone the food that he ate. But the drink that he had 
was just completely full of sugar. And so I didn't know really kind of how to describe this to her, you know, anymore, how to explain it a little bit more. So that was really one of those big days where it was kind of uh, the end. I was losing my mind uh, with what was happening there. And so what I started looking into more and more was really how much lifestyle affects health. And yeah, we know, I know, you know, the, the, all those things with sedentary lifestyle and, you know, sugar and smoking and alcohol and all those things. And we've known that forever. And I totally get that. But one of the things that I was introduced to was really looking at uh, genetics and looking at genetic makeup. And at the time that I first was kind of introduced to this, there was a lot of the ancestry type stuff going on and I had a patient bring in an actual report, massive report with all these genes on it. And they weren't genes related to ancestry. There were other genes that were on there. And so I started looking at that and, um, you know, that kind of led me down into this rabbit hole of working with other people. Uh, there are a couple doctors that specialize in this and I met with them. I interviewed them. I spent days with them. I learned from them. I read their books. I read the reports. I shadowed them and learned everything I could because what I quickly come to realize is that, yes, there are certain genes that are geared towards uh, certain doom and gloom situations. Uh, absolutely. But that there are also genes that describe how the body functions. And that if we know if those genes have changes on them or mutations, what we call them, if we have changes on them or even polymorphisms is what they're really called, that they will affect the way the body works. The body still functions, absolutely, but it affects how the body works, how the body makes these chemical messengers in the brain, how the body makes chemical messengers in the body, right? Hormones and neurotransmitters, how the body makes energy, how the body takes the vitamins that we take and, and makes them into fuel for the body so that we could see genetically how one person can handle B vitamins, for example, versus another person who doesn't make enough serotonin so they don't really sleep terribly well versus another person who doesn't make a lot of dopamine so they have a hard time focusing versus another person who you know they don't transition estrogens well so they have lots of symptoms linked to menstrual cycle and pms and those and and all of a sudden i was like oh my gosh well this is why not everybody did well with neurofeedback this is why not everybody did well with a chiropractic adjustment. This is why not everybody did well with going gluten-free. This is why all of these generic general lifestyle things that I was learning, that I was talking to patients about, this is why not everybody reacted the same. Is because genetically, they're completely different. Completely different. And what I quickly realized is that I could take a simple cheek swab of a patient and I could outline exactly when they need to eat, meaning should they eat really small meals? Should they do intermittent fasting? I could look at the way they should work out. Should they do high intensity? Should they do low intensity, low inflammatory? That I could see 
what kind of supplements they should take. Instead of patients coming in with huge bagfuls of supplements and dumping them on the floor and telling me they're spending three to four hundred dollars a month on these supplements and they still feel miserable, now all of a sudden I can look and I can see what kind of fuel they can put in the tank. Now at the time, we were also having some health things going on in my family. And so that's when I said, well, you know what, let's do this, let's see this. And so do a simple little cheek swab. All of a sudden, I get all this information back, and I know exactly what we need to do. Do we need to try gluten-free or not? Do we need to try being dairy-free or not? Do we need to try what kind of vitamins we need to do? This is information that I can see. For each person that we do this on, I can put together this map And I can help them move forward. So they know if they need to do detox or if they need to watch their sugars or whatever they need to do, I can now see this and I can draw out an individual instruction manual for that person. Not only to live their healthiest life, but a lot of the information also gives us explanation to some of their symptoms. So from there, and over the last couple of years, that's what I've been specializing in. That's what I've been doing. And we've had people come in with MS, with rheumatoid arthritis, with diabetes, with behavioral anxiety, ADHD, autism, depression, and we're able to put this map together and we're able to make lifestyle changes without the guessing, right? Because there's a lot of guessing when it comes to, well, let's try this medication or let's try this supplement or let's try this fad diet. Let's try being, you know, the the ketogenic diet. But now I can see specifically what they need to do and then I can educate them on that. Hey, look, you're prone to inflammatory changes. So what we need to do is X, Y, and Z. This is what you need to do. You're prone to high blood pressure. These are the things we need to do. And so that, that's where this all got started. That's where we put the, you know, the, the, the program together of, of a gene fit life. That's what we want. That's our goal is to have a lifestyle designed to fit our genes because that's what affects the genes. Unfortunately, with technology and with all these things that we have available, we're going to see this more and more. Instead of this mass medicine, which is where we take 2,000 people and we gave everybody this drug and 75% of them had XYZ happen. So we took this drug to fit anybody with XYZ, even though it only worked 70% of the time or 75% of the time. Now we can look at each individual person and say, well, this is why you're not losing weight. Or this is why you can't sleep at night. Or this is why we have ADHD behaviors. Or why we have anxiety. Or why we have depression. This is exactly why you're having these hormonal problems. We can see this now. And we can design a map. You know, that instruction manual. To help make the lifestyle to fit that. So that those symptoms can improve. And the function can be restored versus guessing. Versus guessing on medications. Versus guessing on supplements. Versus guessing on diets. Versus guessing on workouts. We can actually design the instruction manual. So that's what we do. That's how we put Gene Fit Life together. And that's how we put a lot of our 
and a basic type of modules and everything that we do because it's all based on that educating based on your individual genetic needs. Well, thank you so much for listening. That's how it all started. It was a very long period of time. There's a lot in there. Uh, But I hope it makes sense and you kind of see where we're coming from with everything we're going to talk about moving forward. So, again, this is Dr. Todd Roach, and uh, take care.